welcome everyone to the Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcott, and joining me this week, as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's going on, my friend? It's been a while. Been a long time, man. Yeah, Back in the missed, saddle again. Yeah, what did we miss? The last two weeks? So really, it's been three weeks since we've done an episode? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So lots to get to. This is lots. going to be uh, lots to get to, but uh, I think it's going to be boiled down to one central theme which is Comic-Con. Which is Comic-Con, that's right. Which is here. Comic-Con's happening. <laughs> it's happening in a big way. I think It's happening, it, it, but it's so weird, man. It's like, and I think we talked about this last year. What's that? Uh, that it's, it's, people are like going away from it. It's almost like, remember like E3 went through that phase where like people weren't really like, it's still Doing going it. through, man. I mean, E3 right now, you had EA not even there. EA just does their own thing, like starting on the Friday before, and it's they're not they don't even have a presence at E3. They're like just yeah. in a whole separate parking lot doing their own deal. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it, does it does it come back to what we always talk about, where like you can just do your own thing on your own Twitch channel or on your own Facebook Live or whatever? Like, why do you need to go to these? Spend all this money to go to these conventions? Right. You know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you, well, I do. Yeah, you're right. You don't need to. You don't because nope. the the the, uh, the media is is out there for you to just do this on your own. So right. why spend the millions of dollars? And uh, well, the reason why you spend the millions of dollars is because you're giving back to the us. Well, that's what I was gonna to say. But you know what? I don't yeah. care who's not there. Those that are there. I'm freaking excited for a lot of the stuff. Yeah. I'm super yeah. enthusiastic. But what's up, everybody yeah. here? Thank you, as always, here for joining us for a new episode of The Enthusiast Life. It's good to be back talking about everything that we talk about here on the show. News uh, from comics, video games, television series, movies, everything. That's what we do here on the show. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at The Enthused Life. Follow us on Instagram at The Enthused Life. Check out our comic book news and reviews uh, website, thecomicpanel.com. Chris is going to be posting... Uh, updates from every day here throughout uh, this whole weekend, at least for San Diego Comic-Con, about news breaking. And, of course, next week we will be diving into a lot more. I mean, as of right now, there's a little bit of bits of, of news and stuff that's been coming out. Uh, and we're going to get into that though. here in a little bit. Stuff. Yes. Uh, but, Chris, let's talk. start, as we always do, with something that we're just excited about, something that has us going this week. What's got you going, man? Let's go uh, so, let's see. So, I guess a, a quick story, quick kind of cool story is uh, – Right in my backyard, so to speak. Um, they are filming season two of The Punisher. Nice. Right, right in my in my area, right down the road. Are you dodging um, shotgun blast to the face. Yeah. Right oh, and the funny thing is, like today there was uh, Albany. A lot of movies have been filmed in Albany in the yeah, past yeah. few years because the way the way that the the bridges are, it's really kind of like cool how they like intersect and stuff like that. Yeah. And today there was a truck who took one of those. To, you've you've been on those bridges, mm-hmm. um, and it took a turn like too quickly, and it literally is hanging off of the bridge. <laughs> People were not sure if it was the Punisher Part filming <laughs> or real. And that's even better, it, man. That's great. And um, it was real. It actually, wow. the guy, yeah, it wasn't part of the punishment. Wow. But what they're doing is um, they're only here for like four or five days. Um, I don't think um, like the main characters are. Some of them are here. Some people mm-hmm. have said they saw him. But the guy, John, however you pronounce his yeah, last name. Um, he, the Walking Dead, that's what I call him. He, <laughs> <laughs> it's Shane from The Walking Dead. He's in The, the Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I nobody really has seen him. I think what they're doing is just like action shots and yeah. and, and the action sequences and stuff right. like that. So, uh, but that's kind of cool that they're here. Cool man. And yeah, um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was I for like the first time in my in my life. I don't know if 
it's like an official retirement because I'm sure I might go load the game up oh, every not. once in a while. Um, but I I posted to my and it's wait, about, I'm sorry, it cut out. You posted to your what? To my clan your over clan. on at Galaxy of Heroes that I, I three years is enough for me. Wow. And I, I moved on. It was just well not done, because sir. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, that's big for me. That's big for me. Because this I've is never... this is and for those that don't know, Galaxy of Heroes is like the Marvel Strike Force we've been talking about where right. you kinda Hop in every day, and it, but it gets to the point where it becomes work, right, Chris? I mean, I, I give you kudos for going for three for three years because hell, man, we were all excited here about Marvel Strike Force, Marvel, yeah. and it took me probably three months, maybe, and then I just right. it, it just killed me, man. It, I, yeah. I just can't but do it I'm anymore. Still, and I'm still I'm still doing Strike Force every I know day. You are. So I was basically doing the same game, yep, twice every day. And Galaxy Heroes was getting to the point where, yeah, I mean, it, it was. It wasn't really work. It can be work if you want it to be, but they mm-hmm. were just adding things on top of things on top of things that that didn't didn't really matter to me personally. Right. You didn't have to do those things, um, but for me, it was it was unlocking characters, and I think I had unlocked all but I think like six or seven characters. That's pretty which, good, man. Yeah, which which um, I would have eventually got to, but I just I I for probably the past year and a half. Um, my rankings and stuff like that didn't really change that much. Like mm-hmm. I, I was in between, it was pretty high up. The highest I ever got on our server was like double digits. I got like to 97, I think like that. Mm-hmm. But mainly I stayed between 150 and 250 without even trying. I was going to say, well, let so, me ask you this. So you, you got in double digits. Yeah. Two questions. Number one, how much mm-hmm. money did you spend overall? Do you think? Honestly, well, honestly, uh, hundred bucks? Do you think you even spent no, that much? No, 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 even. no. Okay. On the high end, half that. On the high end, probably fifty. I'd okay. say between thirty and fifty bucks. Which is though. worth it, right? I mean, that's the thing. In, in yeah. a game like there was a girl in my work today, and she plays Pokemon Go. Has been playing since day one. Has never spent a dollar. And yeah. she was like, you know, oh man, I I think I'm really gonna spend money, but I have a rule to myself that I never spend money. I'm like, why? You've been yeah. playing this game for two years, and you haven't given them a dollar? Like, yeah. Give them money. Like, you, how, much, how much joy have you gotten out of this game over the last two years? And for, personally, for me, I never have a problem spending money on a game like that that I've had a lot of fun yeah. with, you know? Exactly, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, that's perfect. And then yeah. I guess the other question I would have for you is those people who were above you that mm-hmm. were, you know, ranked top 10, do you, do you think they spent a lot of money? Do you think that maybe Galaxy yeah. of Heroes was somewhat pay to win at least or no? Uh I, when I got to that, I was like I said, like 98, 97. Um, that's the one and only time I got that high. Um, and then I think I got knocked out of there probably within like the hour I was out. Gotcha. So um, I think those people, yeah, I very few. But Bill, however, I mean, he, our buddy Bill, he got, he got in the top twenty. I want to say, didn't wow. he? Yeah, I, I want to say it was a top twenty, and he he spent probably less than me on the game. Yeah, oh, I'm sure so it was it's probably, less. It's probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy ain't spending no money. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm sure it was a mixture, but uh-huh. there, there's definitely more uh, pay to play people in the gotcha. top one hundred than than not. So, yeah. but it was it was fun. I haven't deleted it from my phone completely yet. Nice. Um, and I might jump in every once in a while when like when they if I hear they announce a new character because it's really easy to unlock. 
certain characters. Right. Just to go unlock them and, and have them. Just to have them, them but, right? Just kind of that collection. I mean, that, that's yeah. half the time where I am with Destiny, um, you know, right now, especially, because we're kind of in this lull where there's not a lot of content, but you're going through saying, like, all right, what armor pieces do I need? What ornaments do I need for me? It just becomes that collection game, that hobby, yeah. right? It right. just becomes your hobby, man. Right. And I, I did just for the hell of it. I didn't play it for when I said I wasn't going to play. I just I went back about a week later just to log in just to see if I my uh, ranking had dropped. Mm-hmm. And it's like your ranking only drops when you lose. If someone gotcha. goes ahead. Um, and when I like I said, I was always in between 150 and 250. Mm-hmm. After a week of not touching the game, my ranking was like 268. Yeah. So. So I'm not you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's just I had a blast with it and I don't miss it. My wife does not miss it, <laughs> uh, but it was fun while it lasted. There so, you and, go. But, and, and, and I have Marvel Strike Force pretty much to take its place right now. So yeah. uh, I'm enjoying that. And nice. then the very last thing that I wanted to get to was the wife and I watched A Quiet Place. How was that? Uh, it was it was good. It, I have to say, like, I don't. Is it Jim people... versus the aliens? Is that what we <laughs> does he make the Jim face at all in it or no? Oh, like, yeah. like the, the, uh, yeah, the, the office face. <laughs> From the office. No, there, dude, there's, a, there's a moment that's supposed to be like the, uh, the big, like climatic moment uh-huh. and you almost laugh at it. <laughs> Real, it, does, oh, geez, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't Just take wait for Michael from, Scott to like, is Michael Scott the one crawling <laughs> up on the roof? <laughs> it doesn't take away or from Dwight. the movie and it's an entertaining movie. Um, I'm glad it got like, th- and this was a movie that came out before the whole, um, like recent run of like superhero movies, like Infin- once Infinity War took over, this was the number one movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rightfully so. It was entertaining, the old school, like you know, science type of movie. It's yeah. just focused on this well, family. Think, you There's know, like I this- think the first time I saw that trailer was at Last Jedi. I think, and I remember like the whole theater. Oh, yeah. It's all these kids, and everybody's all excited for the Last Jedi. And then that trailer came on, and it was just silent. Yeah, and everybody was just freaked out with that. So I, we, I definitely want to see it. We haven't seen it it's yet. It's cool. But- it's def- definitely see it. Um it's predictable it's it's not like this this oh my god moments or stuff like that but i tell you this like you almost benefit from watching it at home because i'm not kidding you my wife and i were walking very gingerly around the house after it was over i'm not kidding and i don't think you got that experience going to a movie theater that's funny you know you go to a movie theater you walk out into the the mall and it's loud as hell yeah when you watch it at night and it it ends at 11 o'clock at night and the kids are sleeping I'm not kidding you, man. You're, you're, you don't funny. want to make noise. It's funny as hell. So, it was a good movie. It awesome, was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, I definitely want to check it out. Um, well, for me this week, obviously, uh, and really, I think the first week we missed, I think it was what? I think you just had a long day at work. That week was a rough week, and even I think I was having a rough week. Um, yeah. So we kind of skipped that. But then this past week was, of course, Guardian Con happened. And, I mean, that was the thing that kind of consumed my whole last week. And I told you earlier today, man, there was some enthusiast life listeners at Guardian Con, which is pretty right, awesome. People. So for those of you like tuning it. in here, man, that came up and said, oh, I love the enthusiast life. Thank you guys. Yeah, uh, for not great. only listening to Guardian Radio, but uh, listening to, the, to this show as well. And hopefully, Chris, we got to get you to Guardian Con sometime, man. It, it is right. an absolute blast. And talking about your wife's liking it. My wife went to uh, Guardian Con with me and she helped us out at her booth. And the original plan was she was going to be the, uh, or on Friday was going to be there to help us run our booth. And then on Saturday was her day. She was going to go just relax, hang out in Tampa, you know, go to, go to the, hang out by the pool, having some drinks and all that. 
Well, it just turned into her saying, you know what? Screw this. This is too much fun just being a part of all this craziness. Oh, wow. Um, So, yeah, she had a blast. Um, She actually signed her first autograph ever in her whole (laughs) life. So thank you to the person that asked for my wife's autograph, which is very cool. Uh Um, But overall, they raised over $2.79 million for St. Jude's. Um, It was just it was an incredible (laughs) experience as always. I mean, I've been here on the show. You've heard me talk about Ninja. The guy, he's the guy, the big uh, Fortnite streamer. Um, that you know made four hundred thousand dollars a day. He was there. Uh, there was another guy by the name of Doctor Lupo that were there. And so Saturday was kind of I think the big day where people bought tickets to bring their kids because the minute those doors opened, people went to one of two places. There was the Bungie booth because Bungie was actually there this year, which was fantastic for them to take part in it. And they were bringing a new build of um, this thing called Gambit, which is the PvP mode that I got to play when I went to Seattle. They brought mm-hmm. that here, and it was the first time it was really. Played Playable to the public um, mm-hmm. outside of E3. And so everybody just ran over to that booth, and within 15 minutes, they cut the line off. I mean, there were guys oh, that wow. came over to us and showed us. They waited in line for about five and a half hours just to play. So, oh, I mean, it God. was, yeah, it was crazy people waiting in the line. But it's just because it's like a long game mode, it can take anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. And when you have so, that many people running in, it's just, it's tough to play. But if they didn't run in that booth, then they were running to the autograph line to wait for Ninja or Dr. Lupo. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so what, what we actually did is every year we have a big banner that everybody signs and we mm-hmm. did the second day actually get Lupo and Ninja both to sign the banner, which was cool. Uh, but earlier in the day, Lu- Dr. Lupo had signed it first. He signed it of course in silver on a, on our white logo. So you could barely see it all day. We're guarding this thing. And when people are signing it, we're like, do not sign Dr. Lupo signed here. And they're like, Oh, this is cool. Dr. Lupo signed it. You know, Dr. Lupo signed it. Well, Turned, okay. One of my uh, co-hosts turns his back, uh, K-Dub, turns his back for like 30 <laughs> seconds, dude, and the sky writes in gold over the Lupo thing. We're like, oh, no. Because what God. we do is we auction those off, we, or we have a raffle. So we, right. we're, we're getting raffle tickets all throughout the day, and then somebody gets to take this Guardian Radio banner home with all these autographs. So we're like, man, you know, damn it. Well, somehow Lupo, while he was signing his autographs, he caught wind that his signature had been written over. So he sent one of the volunteers over. We took the banner down. They brought it over to him. He signed it, and then Ninja also signed it. So we because we didn't oh, have nice. Ninja on that day. So, so very cool, man, out. for those two dudes yeah. as big as they are, and as um, you know, as YouTube celebrities. Which I mean, hell, now they've, they've even crossed over to where NBA players and shit know who you know who Ninja is and all that. Very cool for those guys to go out of their way to help sign this banner. And it was you know this girl that won it. I mean, she was beside herself when we pulled her name out of the raffle. Um, but uh, other than that, we did our cool. panel. So if you guys haven't heard that, it is uh, that was this week's Guardian Radio episode. The video should be going up for that. Um, but it was fun, man. Guardian Con is it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, is it always in? You said it was in Tampa. It's always in Tampa. Yeah, the the, the, people, the people that put it together, it's uh, the streamers are Professor Broman, uh, Gathalian, and then Kevin, who uh, K Magic is his name. But but we just call him Kevin. Every time he walks by, we just go Kevin. Kevin's the coolest dude in the world. But he's the one yeah. that kind of uh, the first few put it together. And now, of course, they have a big team doing it. But they all live in Tampa, so it's just yeah. best for them to have it there. But this was the first year it was at the convention hall. Um, it's never been there. It's always been at the fairgrounds. They have like a big convention hall that was there. Um, but our panel, I don't know if you saw pictures of this. I did. I, I, we were I, well, literally I like, and we we're sitting at the, the table, which was cool. You know, we're sitting at the table, but they took like three meeting rooms, three or four meeting rooms. And just, there were ones where you could slide the, the walls away, but they mm-hmm. weren't really like wide. So it was like four or five chairs by four or five chairs. And then a, an aisle going all the way to the back. So it was like, we were on an airplane. 
like the biggest airplane you've uh, ever seen. Okay. It just went so far back. So that was yeah. kind of like, really? So even Kevin was just like, man, if I knew it wouldn't be like this, you know, or if I knew it was going to be like this, he's like, we yeah, would have yeah. had it elsewhere. So next year they're going to have them. I guess there's bigger rooms down in the, um, like the bottom floor. Uh, but uh, super cool, man. It, it's fun. It's fun. So um, attendance wise, you, you know, like numbers. They like sold out the single day tickets for Friday and Saturday. I don't know if both days did, but I think total there was ten thousand people that went. Nice. So so yeah. Nice. So yeah. And there was even a couple of people that came up to me and, and after they were doing the convention, they were going to Disney to try right. the void, the VR Ooh. Star Wars, because they heard it yeah. here on the enthusiast. Is that right? So I will go. take my check. Disney and the void, you can go ahead <laughs> along with that Marvel Unlimited check, send it over Making Disney. Residuals. I'll take yeah. it right now. All right. Um, but yeah, so if you, if you guys are big uh, Destiny fans or hell, well, you know what was cool this year was because it was more of a gaming convention rather than just Destiny. We had uh, the guys mm-hmm. from Warframe, Digital Extremes were there, um, High Res Studios, they make the Realm Royale game, they were there. Um, so it was cool seeing all these like, different game companies even coming together to be a part of it. Right. Uh, and then my, the other thing I wanted to talk about here at the lead, and this has been just consuming my life now for the last like two weeks and never in a million years would I have thought it would. But I've seen this tweeted about, and I have some friends online. Paris from Gamertag Radio, he's, he's a huge fan of the show. And uh, it's over on Netflix. And it's a show that I remember from when I was a kid, but I didn't really watch it that much. I was born in a He-Man, and I, I think I had the toys. And I just didn't think I would be that big into it. But, dude, Voltron on Netflix might possibly be one of the best sci-fi shows I think I've ever watched in my wow. entire life, man. It is amazing like it, it's made by the people that have you ever heard of i'm sure you did the avatar the last airbender oh yeah the movie remember m night Shyamalan did the movie I remember, right? yeah the movie yeah, yeah, yeah so the cartoon everybody loves the cartoon well that studio went on to make the legend of Korra, i think is what it's called which is kind of like a follow-up to the last airbender also mm-hmm. very well critically received <laughs> then they moved on to make voltron and so voltron is this it when you watch the first episode it's a full hour long thing and you could tell it has the anime side, but it, and it's kind of for kids, but it's also adults can get a lot out of it. But as the show starts going, man, like the, it, it still infuses in those little anime funny bits, but it starts getting dark and the action in the show is just friggin' top notch, man. The, the audio coupled in with just the way they do the fight scenes. It's almost like you're just watching like the matrix at some time, just in, in terms of the way the fights are choreographed. And then on top of that, you layer in, you know, when the lions, cause I mean, you know, Voltron, it's these lions, right? They fly the, and they're really treated more as ships. But it looks like, you know, this lion flying through the air. But then all of a sudden when they come together as Voltron, it's just like this epic moment that just sends off those little endorphins in your brain. You're just like, yeah, Voltron. (laughs) And it's just, I'm trust me, I'm telling you, it is so good. And season seven, I think, comes out uh, August 10th. And they're going to show a trailer at uh, San Diego Comic-Con this weekend. And there's six. Is this now a, a, like a a Netflix original? Oh, it is. It has been the whole time. it's always been, oh, it's been the entire time the whole time yeah uh, okay yeah i didn't know that it was yeah, they specifically right. made it for netflix they did the kind of the first episode is like a movie essentially and then the first season was like 13 episodes second one was 13 and then they split up uh three four five and six they're each about like i think some of two of them are six episodes and the other ones are seven so it's like 52 episodes yeah. total um but i highly recommend it man i've been on my lunch break i can get two in every lunch break and then even i'll just put it on sometimes and try to get through an episode here or there but because after um, the first one, it's an hour. After that, they're like 22 minutes. Episode. Yeah, like 22 minutes. Oh, right. Fly through them. Yeah, so yeah, you're, yeah. you're just tearing right. through them like this, man. 
Okay. Yeah, and and most of them, I mean, they're all really just one giant movie. It's almost like one overarching thing. Uh, but they'll kind of each one will kind of end on a little bit of a cliffhanger, and then every once in a while you'll get that just kind of random off the beaten path episode. And mm-hmm. I think like it seems like most seasons have maybe one of those. Um, but the villains really are kind of where this shines. I mean, you, you, if you can get through to the end of season two, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like season right. two ends is just friggin' epic. And yeah. then they introduce a new villain, but that new villain that comes in towards the end of like in season three carries forward with the old villain. And it's just, it's so good, man. It, okay. I, you gotta watch it. Trust me. When I'm, I I'm almost done. I have, and there's only, uh, it's an eight episode. I think I mentioned that. I don't know if I mentioned that show, the end, end of the effing world. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I think last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, because I was on vacation last week, I didn't finish it. and Because that, that's my lunch break show yep. <laughs> at work. And uh, it was only eight episodes. And same thing with that. They're 20, 22-minute episodes. Uh-huh. So like the week when I mentioned it, I was flying through them, went a whole week without watching a single episode. And then I went got back into it this week at work. Um, and I have two episodes left of that. So I'll probably – I think I might – Turn to your show. If anything, anything, give that first hour-long episode, and I think you'll be you'll you'll like it. Like you'll you'll watch me. Man, I want to see what happens next. I like the crew. I like everybody that's part of it, and I want to see where it goes. And and you know what's cool, dude? I don't know why I never did this. Like I would go on my lunch breaks, and I think I've talked about it on here. I would like steal the Lowe's internet, you know, (laughs) which is near my store. I'd sit in the parking lot. People knocking on your windows. Excuse me, sir. But what I'm doing with this is you can down. I just download them because you know you can download them offline. So I'm just yeah. on my iPad every day. I download two yeah. episodes because I can get I I get an hour lunch break, so I watch the two episodes there, and it's just it's perfect. Yeah. Um. And and that's what I did when we went to Tampa. I think our flights were like a little over an hour. It was like an hour twenty minutes or whatever. So I just downloaded a crap ton of episodes and just I'm sitting on the plane. My wife's reading her right. book. I'm watching Voltron. So, so so if you you have an hour lunch break, each episode is twenty minutes. Yep. So for the last twenty minutes, is it phone call to the wife? Nope, not at all. No, no. Okay. Not, not at all. No, I don't call my wife on my lunch break. <laughs> no. I'm I'm in my own world. The minute I because I go to I go in my car on my lunch break, so I walk out to my car. Usually put it on Direct TV now on my on my phone, right? Because right. it's free. It's data free with AT and T. Put on like yeah. CNN or something or ESPN, kind of see what's going on in the world. Drive yeah. over to a secluded part of the parking lot in front of Lowe's. <laughs> Put the screen up in my thing. At this point, the iPad's being turned on, and then I can turn it on. I get through two episodes, then I have like 10 minutes left. Okay. And then I'll quickly check Twitter or something like that, and then I'm back. Right. Back okay. in. Right. And you know what? It's I hate to say this, but like sometimes it hasn't happened in a while. But my wife, when my kids were little, she would do it, but my mom will do this a lot. She'll be like, you know, it's halfway through the day, very stressful day in the pharmacy. I'm like, oh, man, I just got to, you know, get out of here. And, then, you know, my mom will be like, hey, I'm coming to meet you for lunch or something like that. And I'm just like... <laughs> Don't. <laughs> you just you just ruined Mark's day. I I don't. And you I gotta know, do it, right? It's like, and you know, yeah. I, of course, I love my mom, but there are some days, dude, where it's just like, man, I just I need to sit in the car because you guys know I'm a pharmacist, and so some of those days, people yeah. yelling at you and just mayhem happening around you constantly. I'm like, I just need to clear my head, get in a me zone, and it's just. I don't know. That's just funny. I know, I'm sure many of you out there have experiences like that where you're just like, no, I just need me time. And well, that's... You, you look forward to your lunch break. Like, you, yes. you, I'm, I, my lunch breaks are, my office door is shut. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I got, and patients know, like, don't come into my office. I won't answer it. It's yeah, like, no, this is, this, is my, this is my lunchtime. So I look forward to that. And then, uh, 
when that gets blown up, which it does from time to time, it it does. Like you you yep. you just get bitter. You get bitter. You get angry. I mean, it's that's like, why no, I just... go. For, that's why I run. You know, when I run, because it's like that's me yeah. time. I'm just out doing my yep. thing. Dude, one time I was on my lunch break and there was a bomb threat at my store. Yeah. And I'm, I was just in my car. I was on my lunch, not even paying attention. Cars, because they basically made everybody leave the store and people are, cars pouring out of the parking lot. Police coming in. I had no clue. One of my technicians comes over. She knocks on my window. She's like, Mark. I'm like, what? She's like, there's a bomb threat in the store. I was like, and I look around like the parking lot's <laughs> empty. I'm like, I didn't even see that. I wasn't even paying attention. Do you remember what you were watching at that point in time? Uh, no, this was a while ago. Oh, was... God, that would have been great. <laughs> Because you, uh, you could have written to that show and be like, your show is so great. So captivating. I didn't even realize a bomb threat I could have got blown up. I could have got blown up on an RPG. <laughs> <sighs> uh, that's Let's hilarious. see. Yeah, Gary in the chat, how many times have you been the interruption? You, you've never really been the interruption, Gary, believe me. But I, I see messages like just in passing, but a lot of times I can't respond to them. Oh, yeah, Gary. Um, but Are we going to talk about Gary's question? What was the question? Remember that, remember that question he asked earlier in the oh, day? today. Yes. We can do that at the end if you want. Well, well, yeah. Let's mention it here because you brought it up. Because okay. we'll probably forget to get back to it. So Gary okay. had a question for us earlier today. He was fighting, play fighting with his son. And what were the two things? It was, he was Thanos. To go was he Thanos, I think? Yeah, he goes, I need a ruling. He goes, uh, I, don't, I won't mention his son's name. I don't, I don't know if he cares. But uh, his son and I were, quote, fighting. He, Gary, was Thanos. And his son was Iron Man. His son pulled out a lightsaber to cut <laughs> as Iron off Man the does. gauntlet as Iron Man to cut off the gauntlet. Uh, and Gary just said, you know, is that feasible? Would that work? Hmm. So I, I I mean, there's many different ways you can go with this. I mean, what I don't think Iron Man is going to be carrying around a, a lightsaber. No, definitely not. I mean, that, that's so he's got to be but... he's got to be. This this fight has to happen in a Star Wars world, does it not? It I would think it does because of the lightsaber being there. I'm trying to think if there is any other lightsabers in true, Gary. Marvel, which Marvel is Star Wars now, right? Or Star Wars is Marvel, so technically right. it, it could be there could you be a time. Cross. It's a galaxy far, far away, right. far, far away from the Marvel <laughs> galaxy. Right. So it could just be a totally different thing. My question is the gems, the the infinity gems, are they like kyber crystals then at that point? If you have Oh, that's a very good so point. So is there are they like the five ultimate kyber crystals and then this thing is more just like a weak one kind of creating the I don't know. Like is there some there's to me for for them to exist in the same universe there has to be something to that. Yeah. And then at that point if you're cutting off the gauntlet, what is the gauntlet itself made of? Well, that was my question. Is it like, is, if, like, in 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 the in the striking motion, from top to bottom, are you cutting? Are you slicing Thanos from the shoulder, or are you body? actually making contact with the gauntlet? Because it, it'll slice through his body. I think it would cut through Thanos. I think it would. would it would it slice through the gauntlet? I don't think it would. I think there's got to be so. some sort of stipulation <laughs> where it couldn't cut through the gauntlet. I think so, that gauntlet is made out of something that a lightsaber couldn't hit because a lightsaber on lightsaber can't cut each other can't cut each other and i would okay. think that somehow that gauntlet is going to have at least the property of that especially if it has the five amazing kyber infinity crystals on it that that's right. going to be able to block that being cut off so i think it would matter at that point okay so i think the next fight the more interesting fight would be thanos and vader who would win that one thanos I don't think Vader. No. Oh wow, you say that so quickly. So easy, dude. There's, there's not even a. There's not even a. No. Hmm. 
I, I think I think Vader against <clears throat> maybe like a Spider Man or something may have a possibility. But I think in being in control of the all right, is this Thanos with the Infinity Gems? All five. That's what I was gonna say. With the Infinity Gauntlet, or is this Thanos just Thanos? Because if it's so just Thanos, he, eh, probably okay, Vader. So if you so Thanos, all five gems. <laughs> what are we talking is about? More powerful <laughs> than Vader with the Force. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. I agree with you. Crazy question, so, but there, there, there's your answer. There's your Jay. answer, Jason. Um, Hope you. <laughs> that was the other one. It was it was Harrison. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if we answered it, but yeah. something to talk about. A little, little uh, talk amongst yourself. A little, uh, food it's like, for it was thought. a good question. It was a good question. Uh, all right, let's talk about some San Diego Comic Con, man. We have lots of stuff coming out. And again, this is just, we're recording this on Thursday. So by the time many of you hear this, it's already Friday and San Diego <laughs> Comic Con is in full swing. It's going to be going all through the weekend. So next week, there's going to be even more that we're going to be talking about. I'm sure um, specifically dedicated to that. But the first thing I want to talk about because we are big Star Wars fans here on the show is during the 10 year anniversary of the Clone Wars, it was officially revealed that on Disney's new streaming service starting next year, they are going to finally finish the Clone Wars. There have been 12 episodes or 12 episodes have been commissioned to be uh, brought to or put out on the streaming service and they are finally going to finish it. So for many of you that maybe don't know, uh, the series is up on Netflix. Uh, I think mm. it's six seasons that are up there. And yeah. it was kind of a tumultuous <clears throat> process when they made the episode. Some episodes got done before others. So when it actually aired on Cartoon Network, it was kind of out of order. So if you ever go to watch them on Netflix, make sure you go out there and find the proper order to watch them in. I think StarWars.com has it. If you just Google it, you'll find it. Um, but when Disney acquired... Lucasfilm, they went and looked at, I guess, the ratings for the Clone Wars and, and saw the price they were paying to make each episode and said, this isn't worth it. Done. It. So Dave yeah. Filoni, your show, sorry, you've created Ahsoka and all these, this amazing universe um, post or if you want to say post prequels, pre uh, the regular trilogy. Sorry, it's over. So fans have just been dying, basically, to see what happens. Yeah. Um, there has been some references in there was an Ahsoka novel that came out. That kind of talks back to um, some of the, the things that supposedly happened at the end of the series that we never got to see. There was another novel, I think, that came out that actually talked about. I think it's this whole thing is going to be about Mandalore. It's like the siege of Mandalore and this massive battle that happens there. And now we're <laughs> going to get to see it. Finally coming, man. What do you think? Do you think 12 episodes is enough? Personally, well, that, that's the thing. If this is going to be, and from what I'm reading in through all of this, it seems like that's what they're going to focus on is that... Right. The Siege of Mandalore for that, yes. But yeah, if they're focusing for fans, on one thing. no. This is what because, fans keep it going. This is what we want. Right, right, right. Because most I mean, most of the the um previous seasons, they did like uh, a bunch of different stories in like right. three, four uh episodes like blocks. Box. Yep. And then yeah, and then um so this one, if it's just focusing on one thing, I think you're right. I think um, 12 episodes should be enough but I don't feel like that's going to satisfy people mm. because of what they're used to with those 3-4 episode yep. storyline arcs they're just getting one one chunk of one battle which will be cool and then it'll be over and I think that'll leave people wanting more and it's the insatiableness of, mm -hmm. of uh, but you take what you can get I, I guess this will I mean it's supposed to they're saying it's going to wrap it up yeah. You know what I mean? Um, well, I mean, you got to think, too, we have the what live action show coming. 
uh, right with yeah, John yeah. Favreau and who knows I mean that could even branch off maybe maybe they just you know what we want to actually put it into the Clone Wars in that same animation style because that's the thing like the, if this is going to tie that up and you go rebel style where it's more even though it is um computer you know generated graphics it's still doesn't look like Clone Wars. Clone Wars has its very own distinct style. And from the trailer that's out there, it looks like they're sticking to that. So when you watch all of the episodes in one piece, it all will fit. But then they may say, all right, well, then this live action thing that Favreau is writing, that may be the Ahsoka Chronicles, you know, Mm -hmm. where then then they bring Ahsoka to life finally on screen that everybody's been really wanting to see. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's what they're going to do. I don't know. Um, But I don't know. I I think it's cool, man. I think it's great. And I think that, you know, uh, Disney... And everything that Disney's under their umbrella, they purposely were not really bringing a lot to this year's Comic-Con. But then they drop this and they're like, you know, it's almost like a mic drop, mic drop moment. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. this is, we're not, we're not here in full force, but what we got is, is pretty badass. And, yeah. and there you go. So they, they still brought something. Yeah. Um, when, Oh, but it's for the... It'll be for the, the, streaming, the streaming service. service. Yeah, which, but you know what I think is, one of the best that? parts of this, man, is like everybody has been saying for a long time, like Disney is just trying to wipe away the whole prequel era. Like that was one of the things, you know, I mean, we laugh when we talk about Kylo Ren destroy the past. I know like yeah. when Force Awakens well, came out... They're, not, Rogue they're one, not trying to, they are. Well, right, but but, yeah. but I'm talking prequels. Like everybody was like, they just don't give a crap. Like even the... Um, the aftermath books like there's just nothing in there really about the clone wars or any of these characters or anything and then in rebels we had kind of the nod to ahsoka and then mm-hmm. we had captain rex and and uh, commander cody and all them appear in there and it was like okay well they're bringing in these old clones and then now i mean this is like you said the mic drop this is it it's like hey no yeah. we're not forgetting it guess what we're finishing it we're doing they're doing right by the clone wars fans especially even by dave filoni a guy who um you know for what it's worth there's more Star Wars content in the Clone Wars series than animated series than there is in the Star Wars films. Huge. Take it or leave yeah. it, right? To, to many people, the Clone Wars is their Star Wars. Like I know um, a good buddy of, of mine from um, like Guardian Radio side of podcasting, Swain. He's from Crucible Radio. Who Swain's going to be on the show at some point, Chris. we got to figure out when we're going to get him on. Huge Star Wars fan. But he is currently building. Him and I have been chatting uh, really almost for over a year now. This is before I yeah. became a member of the 501. He's building a uh, Commander Cody 501 suit and his helmet. He just finished his helmet, dude. It is awesome. So mm. now he's working on his, uh, you know, his armor. And I mean, he's the first person today that I messaged. I'm like, dude, like the Clone Wars is coming back. And to him, that's his, that's his Star Wars. You know, he's a that's little bit younger than us. I mean, he's still he's not much much younger, but like for him. That's really was his introduction to Star Wars, and he loves it. He loves the yeah. clones. He loves all of that. So for many people, they felt just betrayed because it's like, hey, we never got to see the finish of any of this. And then, of course, yeah, you get to hear some nods to it in the Ahsoka novel and all that, but that's not enough, right? right? You want to see it. And I right. think it's really cool that they're doing it, you know, especially, you know, think about it, the fact that they're saying we're, we're well, it's reported that they're backing off on the standalone films. You know, this could have been yeah. something that just as easily could have been like, you know what, let's not put the money into it. If it's going to cost that much, it's not worth it. To them, it's clearly worth it to put it out there. And I think for the fans, this is a great nod saying, hey, we hear you. We're going to give you this because you deserve and, it. And, and I was going to because Gary just put up, he goes, it probably helped PR-wise. Yes. Following the, the, the Last Jedi mess, which um, I, I would say what you said is almost a combination of those two. Right. Uh, the Last Jedi mess, if you want to call it that, and the... Um, 
get, getting rid of the standalones. Mm-hmm. So it's 100 percent accurate what you're saying. Like they, I, and I'm sure this has been in the works for yeah, I mean, long man, before. So this yeah. is not just some like the, it's not been in the works since they said we're not going to do the stand, standalone. Yeah, it's movie. not like people. Well, they don't but, like the Last Jedi. Make the Clone Wars. Like been, yeah, this right. has been going on for a while. It's been going sure. on, but I'm sure Disney was like when they announced. We're not doing this. We're we're holding off on the standalones for now, and knowing the backlash that came with that, yeah, you know Disney was itching to get to this moment mm-hmm. to to announce this to say like, look, like yeah, we're correcting this too. So don't. Yeah, and one of the big questions when they announced Resistance, which is the next show coming to Disney XD, that's the one that's basically replacing Rebels. Dave Filoni had a big part in Rebels, but when they announced Resistance, it just said like, I, I forget what his role is. He's like just like an executive producer or something, you know, he's mm-hmm. not the director. He's not really the writer of that series. And people were like, why is he not a part of that? Well, now we know it's cause he wasn't, he's resistance is cool. He's going to have his hands in it a little bit. Cause he's kind of head of like story or, or part of the story team at, at just the overarching at Disney or at mm-hmm. Lucasfilm. But it's cause he's been working on this. Like this has been his baby. So this is, you know, maybe second season of resistance. He may jump in more, but um, this is what he's been doing. Which is awesome. Do you think you think this will have like a uh, almost like a like a Family Guy effect where it more or less gets canceled and then has a it has such a big following yeah. it comes back and because there's so much following on when it gets brought back they continue it or do you think I, I hope. I would hope, um, but I definitely think more. I think now people will find the Clone Wars that maybe weren't going to watch it before. People are going to watch it now, or, or even I bet you even just the announcement today. I would love to know how many people went onto Netflix today and started watching that series, and are going to yeah. watch it and be like, "Wow, like this is amazing!" And I'll tell you, if you've never watched it, first season, it's okay. You can tell they were going down the path of this is for kids on Cartoon Network. Let's see where it goes. But then starting in the second season, you could tell Lucas was just like, you know what? I'm never going to make another live action movie. Like mm-hmm. We're going all in. I mean, there's there's a scene, I forget where it is, on Mandalore, where like somebody kills himself. Like they, they, have, <laughs> they have information and they jump off a building and just it shows their body on the ground. Or there's one scene, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't believe I can't think of her name. She's the... Um, the Sith chick with the white face, but there's a scene where she like takes her saber. Oh, she it's pu- Ventress. Yeah. She pulls yeah. A, uh, a clone like towards her. Now she's doing it. She's just stabbing her, her lightsaber, like through him and pulls him in, like gives him a big kiss and just like throws him against the wall. And it's like, badass, man. God, like, badass for a kid's yeah. show. Like, and it's not a kid's show. That's the thing. People thought it was, but it's this, the show gets dark and it's so yeah. great. Um, and I remember like the very first episode, it's it's not the first episode like like you said like it's it's out of order but there was something about like when I first watch it, it it was it had Yoda in it and then Yoda was on this mission with like clones or something like that and it didn't make sense because it was just like there and I'm like I don't know maybe that's how this show is maybe yeah. there's no no real rhyme or reason or anything and they're just doing these little stories but as it goes along it kind of works itself out and like you said like the more you get into it the more you're like holy crap like this really could be better than it's, than the movie. It's pretty really damn good, good, man. I'm telling you that. There's it, a it gets, lot of meat on the bone. Great in these arcs. Things. Great, great stuff. Now, <clears throat> do you also think people should run to Netflix because Disney's will be pulling the rest of these mm, too? Uh, probably. If you haven't seen it, get through it. Yeah, now's the time. Yeah. It's going to be – I'm sure they'll put it on the streaming service, of course, which – I just I, we're gonna be buying into the streaming service. I mean, just the way you know my house is and my kids, yeah, and the fact that there's a live action Star Wars, like everything is going to this, we're gonna be buying in easily. Um, yeah. 
you know, so um, I'll be getting it over there, but uh, I can't wait, man. I think it's very cool they're going back to it. I think it's something that yep. they should have done a while ago, and for those fans, because I wasn't a fan really at the time. I, I only came to the Clone Wars, I think, shortly after Force Awakens came out. Is when I mean, like I had watched a few episodes. And I actually took my son to see the movie um, when he was little. When they put because remember they put out a Clone Wars movie, and then the series started. Yep. And the movie, it, when you watch it in the correct order, the movie isn't even the first thing you're supposed to watch. You're supposed right. to watch like episode three, then four, then the movie, then one, then two, then, then eight. Like it's so weird. Yeah, Google right. it for the, for those of you out there. It's it's crazy. Um, it, but but the way they're on Netflix is how they aired on television, which is just not the way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's cool see stuff. what else. What you got? Something else? Nope. Oh, I don't care where we go. No. Okay. Let's talk about, speaking of services, let's talk about the new DC Universe service, uh, which was announced. We knew this was going to be coming at some point, but we got some details today at San Diego Comic-Con. So it's officially called DC Universe, uh, which is basically their answer to Marvel Unlimited. However, I would say it's definitely plus more. There's a lot more you're going to get with the service. Uh, it's $7.99 a month or $74.99 for an annual subscription. And I guess you can, uh, if you pre-order, you get an additional three months for free. So if you pre-order kind of the annual one, you'll also get these three months for free. Now, and you get, and, and you get what? Uh, I think thrown into a competition for to go see the Aquaman. Aquaman. Yes, you can go see the yeah. Aquaman movie if you do that. But too. you're not going to win, so don't. <clears throat> yeah, it. no. Uh, <laughs> um, but the cool thing is, not only are you going to get comic books that they're saying right now is they're going to kind of rotate, right? It seems like this library, will there always be a static library and then kind of this rotating um, bit of a library that'll kind of be um, shuffling through, I think. Um, Probably, yeah. But on top of that, you're also going to get a lot of their uh, television series. So you're going to get the old Batman cartoons. You're going to get the new Batman stuff. You're going to get some of the movies like Wonder Man, Justice League, as well as some um, specific shows for the service. So you're going to get, um, what, what are they listening to? Three live action shows, Titans, Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing, and then two animated series, Young Justice, Outsiders, and Harley Quinn. And it says uh, there'll be material released on the platform with a new episode each week. So Titans is going to be there right from the beginning, I guess. And did you watch the trailer for Titans yet? I I was supposed to watch that before we went live, and I I did not watch it. I will say this. Watch it, and... (laughs) I'm not. Hey, I've been trying to get into DC. That we we've been talking about this as the show's been going on here. I'm trying to get into DC, but I really never read Teen Titans. My experience with Teen Titans is Teen Titans Go on Cartoon Network. Now, if you know what Teen Titans Go on Cartoon Network, it is like just this over the top, jokey, like almost anime type of stuff. Yeah, but it's more like Teen Titans Family Guy. Like it's stupid. Like if there's a movie, by the way, coming out, which my kids can't wait to go see. There's always, but like, there's a line in the, in the commercial where they're like, uh, the cyborg says something like, I hope you, or somebody says like, you know, well, I hope you saved, or I hope you saved room. And he's like, yeah, well we save room for dessert. (laughs) You know, there's like the noises going off. Like that's just, it's just a stupid, stupidest show in the world. Like that's my exposure to the teen Titans. So when I watch this trailer, it's obviously the complete opposite, but I know a lot of people liked, there was a real like teen titans cartoon that a lot of people like and of course the books have, have done uh great but this show man looks like take gotham on tv and make it mature and, and when you watch the trailer it flat out says like this is for a mature audience and robin at one point somebody says something about like oh where's batman and robin just says part of my language i'm not going to say the full word but he just says f batman like f batman and then just you know blah, punches a guy in the face steps on the guy's head on the ground i mean it is brutal 
So this awesome. is going to be a totally different side of the DC universe that we're used to seeing on screen. I mean, Suicide Squad kind of started that, I guess. And I think that's kind of what they're seems like they're going for with this, of, of just making it this hardcore, brutal DC universe, um, which I think is and cool. I think, that's, <clears throat> I think that's why I have some interest in it, because I'm not like I'm not the DC guy. I don't jump on the DC uh, bandwagon if there is one. But um, I, it's not that I don't have interest in it. It's just there's yeah. so much content out there. You can't keep up with it at all. So this is a good uh, uh, way to kind of jump into that stuff. Mm-hmm. But what content is going to be there? We know some of the stuff that's going to be there. We know some stuff that's not going to be there. Right. And what is going to really entice people like me to, to come there? I think what they've announced and the price point, which is not bad. Seven ninety nine is really not that bad. Right. Um, it might be enough for me to at least jump in and see what it's about. I mean, why not spend eight bucks for a couple months? And if it's nothing, then, then hightail it out. But they're not getting like, how do you not include the, like the dark Knight trilogy with this thing? How, like, how do you not have that as a pulling point I don't know, man. for people to get in? You know what I mean? And I think that this is a really interesting time because this is a perfect example of all these companies that are now seeing the benefits of streaming services, right. but but gave up their rights years ago, yep. And now they want to slice they of the want pie. A piece of it. How, I mean, and, how many seven ninety nine memberships can we possibly have, right? And and right. Here, here's my question with this: is okay, they're going about it a different route than Netflix. Netflix dumps all the episodes at one time, right? So they're going seven ninety nine a month. They're saying in here that Titans, you're going to get one episode each week. So why not just wait till all 10 episodes are out, spend your 7.99, watch all watch the ep- You know what I mean? Like right now we're, that to me is an interesting point or an interesting time right now for these streaming services. Like we talked about Wolverine the um the the long night on Stitcher. Yeah, podcast, right. They they put them out every single week rather than dump them all at once. Now, granted, I think a lot of these streaming services just hope that you subscribe and just forget you know, to forget to, to unsubscribe and then, you know, then it kind of rolls over. But like from a, a, a um, what do you want to say, from a consumer perspective, your best bet is to just wait, wait till they're all out there. Now, there's there's two sides. If, if they dump it all at once, the conversation around the series series is happening all at once. So like Voltron, let's say, for example, on August 10th, when all six episodes of Voltron drop, everybody's going to be talking about Voltron for what, maybe a week? Then it goes away. Where right. if you go this route, like Titans is going to do every single week, you're having these episodes come out. It's like the Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead, where everybody's talking about it week in, week out, and you can stretch it. I don't know what is the best way to do it. You know, hmm. I mean, as a consumer, seven ninety nine for ten episodes, just flat out in one thing. That's like renting a movie. Let's say off uh, or buying a movie off iTunes, right? You pay eight bucks, you get the whole deal, you watch it, done. Where right. going this route? Uh, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just a weird way. I don't know what's the best. Well, I think if, if someone's going, if someone wants this just for that show, then then they have to make a decision. Is like, can I wait it out, mm-hmm. or or do I have to have do it I when have it comes to be out? There, yeah. Do I do I have to be there for that? Do I have to be um, part of that conversation on Twitter or exactly, Instagram or Facebook exactly, right. every week while these are coming out? Exactly. And then the other part of it is, what else are they releasing to you to entice you to stay? If, if you're just going for that, yeah, like I said, then you got a decision to make. But if so, say you buy in on day one because you just have to have it week after week and then the show runs its course. 
what else have they introduced in that time frame to keep you to keep engaged, you going. keep you yeah. there? I don't know. Like it's it's uh, I, I'm not I can't imagine myself having this uh, month after month after month. Yeah, no. but I I do I am interested in to to jump in because if they have like the old stuff, I mean, I mean, I'd love if they had like those the old Adam West. Batman How great is that? Yeah, there. it's so cool, that, man. That would be great, man. I love that show. Yep. Um, so yeah, there, there's content there. It's cool that they're doing this. Yes. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Marvel hasn't really done anything. I don't know if that's going to be in the Disney one. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, that's what I would assume the Disney thing. Now, the Disney thing, who knows? It probably won't have the comic books in it. I mean, it would be neat if there was a way for them to find a way to bring it all together. Like, like right, right. to me, when I envision the Disney service, I don't picture the comics, but I would picture like obviously the Disney shows that are on like Disney Channel right now. I would it would be cool if they could pull in like ESPN somehow as a part of that. All mm. ABC shows. I mean, imagine if they could even pull in like the old Mickey Mouse cartoons, you know, like the Goofy and all that, like the like all that stuff yeah. would be great, right? If they can <laughs> pull all that in plus pull in the Star Wilhelm Wars. Scream. Like just right. this massive Disney service that has all these branches would be awesome. I don't well, know. That would be more than seven ninety nine a month. I was just gonna say right? that, man. Like content wise, what Disney's got will blow away blow what DC's got. But blow, so even blow away cable. Wise, Why would you even have cable at that point? You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, so price wise, what do you do? I mean, that's you can't outprice it. You can't. You can't go higher than what Netflix is offering. Mm-hmm. You can't. And Netflix yep. is offering a ton for a pretty pretty decent price. So. I don't know. I love this. I love seeing all of these like companies wanting to do streaming and trying to get back all those assets yeah. that they let go for dirt cheap, not thinking this was really going to like take off. And it is. Yep. And, well, it's uh, funny. I, I mean, everybody's it. trying these these subscription services and we've talked about it. You have the movie pass. I mean, those guys yeah. are losing money, man. And it's like oh, I'm, I'm, because the problem what AMC has started their own thing now right. that's not yeah. just movie pass so like amc you can go to them and with their service you can go see imax you can go see 3d movies you can go mm-hmm. see all those so i'm even interested to see what's going to happen with movie pass like is and there's that another one remember? there's another one that came out that uh and i can't remember the name of it but you every month um on top of your uh, membership subscription uh-huh. they give you a 25 every month they give you a 25 dollar gift certificate to restaurants.com every single month so you're basically getting money back in a certain way wow it's i wish i could remember if you guys someone wants to look at you know what seabridge in the chat says espn does have its own service they do which which i've never i've keep seeing the service and i'm like what what the hell are they doing like what is that service i've never even looked into it like obviously there was always espn go what do they have watched the watch ESPN? Yeah. Well, or watch ESPN, but like what what is the he's saying five dollars a month? Like what is that tier get you? Oh, maybe that's something new for ESPN. Dude, well, watch it's, ESPN it's, is just is is just their if you have cable. Right. You know, Dude, you, they, you have, get, they now get, have another tier. Now I've they seen have commercials their where it's like, you know, listen to whatever the show is, only if you get like ESPN plus or whatever it is that it's called. And it's like right. I, I just I don't understand why you would pay that too, you know? I don't uh, know. Talk about a business that's bleeding money. <laughs> you, you never thought ESPN would, but ESPN, yep. they are. They they overpaid for everything. And mm-hmm. now, Remember now the ESPN phone? Remember that? ESPN oh, that was a joke. I, the, the thing about that was, uh, uh, what's his name from, was it, was it Bill Gates or was it, uh, who's the, uh, the guy from Apple? Jobs. Jobs. I, I think it was Jobs. Said He told someone at ESPN, this is the 
stupidest effing invention. I'm sure it was Steve Jobs. I think it was Jobs. Yeah, he goes, "This is the dumbest invent, stupidest effing invention I've ever seen in my life." Wow. But yeah, I don't know. They, Crazy. Uh, what else? What else is coming out of San Diego Comic Con? You got anything else that you want to? Uh, we can say with the DC run. Um, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I black label. This this DC black label is. That's what I'm interested in, man. Like that. That's where I like to see DC going. Um, and from what I understand, it's it's like limited run series. I think there's twelve. I could be wrong on the number. How many there actually are, but <clears throat> they they have created like another world of DC with the characters you know. Yeah. And almost like a, an underworld and crazy stories, crazy limited five six issue runs. Um, with really like all-star writers, not just like up and coming writers that are looking to get in, break into the, break into the fold, but like Frank Miller's in it. Um, Scott Snyder's in it. Like there's, there's big name guys. So the one that is like sticking out and everybody's like going crazy about is Batman and Joker are a team. That's awesome. They're together and they haven't really, well, let me see if I can find what it's about and then there actually there's a superman one that frank miller's doing uh it's called superman year one so let's see this one says a groundbreaking definitive treatment of superman's classic origin story in honor of his 80th anniversary the story details new revelations that reframe the man of steel's most famous milestones from kyle's frantic exile uh, from krypton to clark kent's childhood in kansas to his inevitable rise the most become the most powerful and inspiring superhero of all time Hmm. that's kind of cool yeah um and then there's other Batman ones. There's Wonder Woman ones. And when uh, are these coming out? When are they coming you know. out? I don't think they really say. Hmm. They really say. But um, I'm trying to look up where the because the, the one they didn't give a lot of detail on the um, the Batman Joker one, mm-hmm. but it's almost like it says that Joker loses somebody important to him. Go figure who that might be. But um, and he and he. Enlist the help of Batman to help find this person. Gotcha. Basically, like really like so that's. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think that's really really cool. That is cool, man. Like, I mean, DC's known as like you know they do dark kind of stories to begin with, and this is going like even deeper. That's like, awesome. Really, really dark, dark. So stuff. is this like the what? What did Marvel do? Remember like the Punisher Max series? Is that kind of what this is like? The DC Black <clears throat> Label, like oh well, we're it's going dark. Like, but didn't didn't DC do like the their Vertigo right? Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. and and that's kind of like dark and stuff. And they just rebranded that, and they're coming out with some crazy series for that. So this is just like another one, but it's got the DC label on it. Yeah, which is kind of different for that. Interesting. So that's, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Joker, man, what do you think of uh, Joaquin Phoenix? I think that's up a, the reins. I think that's a brilliant hire. Hmm. I think that's brilliant. What did that you guy, think of, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy from uh, Suicide Squad? 30 Seconds to Jared Mars. Jared Leto? Yeah, what did you think of him? His, his presentation uh, in Suicide Squad. I think like that version of Joker, I think he was pretty good for. Yeah. I don't think. You don't think you know, he could carry a movie though, right? That's kind of where I was. I was like, it was interesting when you saw him. And like he, he fit with Harley Quinn. Right. Although she, I forget that actress's name. I mean, she was perfect. I thought for Harley. I mean, she was just awesome. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't know if, yeah, if Jared Leto could like carry a full Joker movie, you know, but Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, just knowing the chops that guy has. Um, yeah. I think, I think that Joker is, um, 
it's it's a lot to stomach for yeah a two two and a half hour movie and granted he wouldn't be on screen for the duration of that film but that he's very like it's very challenging to watch that style of joker for that long Mm -hmm. for me it was anyway so yeah and it's actually a challenge to watch the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Will Smith, man. Come on. But I didn't get that, man. That was bizarre. But, the whole movie was uh, pretty bizarre, actually, except Harley yeah. Quinn. That was it. She's pretty good. That was good. Pretty good. I can watch good. that on mute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Anything else, man? I'm trying to think from uh, Comic-Con. I think that's... Oh, you already mentioned Comic-Wise. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. that's what about Spider-Man. They, our new trailer for the Spider-Man game coming exclusively to the PS4 from Insomniac, is out. Um, um, Okay, so I host Guardian Radio, and Mm -hmm. my job as the host of Guardian Radio is to play Destiny, right? That's what I need to do. I need to be playing Destiny. Now, on September 4th, a massive expansion is coming out for Destiny, Destiny Forsaken. And believe me, it's going to be bringing stuff. It's going to be great. I'm telling you guys right now, if you're Destiny fans, but... Spider-Man comes out September 7th, man. And I was chatting with Gary a little bit. I was streaming a few weeks ago. He was in the chat. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm not going to have time to play Spider-Man. I need to hold off on it. I was thinking earlier today about how I don't know if I'll be able to do that. And then I saw the trailer. I, there's no way, dude. And you're I got to get Spider-Man yeah. day one. I got to get Spider-Man day one. It's going to be incredible. How can you not, man? How can this I not? I, I'll have so... all year to play Destiny, but I got to play freaking yeah. spider-man you have to damn it looks so good so good and and you know me like i my my, my gaming has been well documented or lack thereof yep. and i can't wait for this man like this has got me excited to play we a video game streaming on the guardian radio channel because you can stream definitely right. i'll just give you the login you gotta <laughs> you could stream yourself all right playing spider-man dude all right and it's soon it's like what a month and a half away yeah. september 7th dude yeah did you see, right. dude, I actually, I even went through my mind today of trading in my PS4. Did you see the exclusive PS4 oh, Pro? It's all su- red Spider-Man with the thing? Spider-Man yeah. logo. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to trade in my freaking PlayStation and get one of those. It looks uh, so good. Let me ask you this. Uh, I've why? never done that. I've never gotten Got like, a... an exclusive console because to <laughs> me, it's always crazy. I want that PlayStation. It looks mm. so cool. Why... Why are people so? Because I, I, a lot of uh, articles I read, even before this, including this game, including this game, uh, and just anything about like the movies that he's in, even the comic books for Spider-Man. Why are people so consumed with his like what suit he's wearing? Why is that a thing? I think Spider-Man's suit is like someone's cast of SNL. You have your cast. Everybody has their cast. Oh, that's right? a good analogy. And so, okay. like, Spider-Man is like, who's your Spider-Man? Like, what is what is your style? Like, I I think it's cool, the Spider-Man we have in the MCU. And this suit kind of looks like it's going to be the same, where it's like the Tony Stark Spider-Man, if you right. want to say. But that's not really my Spider-Man. You know, that's not what I grew up reading. Or even, hell, I mean, the cartoons when we were a kid watched weren't even, like, the, the same suit from the book so i think that's why so i think people that get concerned you got to know when they started reading spider-man and who who is their spider-man and then that's what it kind of boils down to and then okay like remember we had marcus i remember talking to marcus here on the show from nerd buzzed and when we we broke down the infinity war trailer and he was a little unsure about the suit that he had on in the trailer i know man I... <laughs> that's some people get that are that way i I'm know not that like... much man i, I go with it 
I, I yeah, I go with the fly. I like I like them all. They're all cool, but I I'm not like just like beholden to one of them. No, I don't no. know. I, I'm always amazed, dude. It's unbelievable how many like just going through like Flipboard and my my comic section of just stories that will pop up about Spider-Man suit more than any other comic book from that game. Superhero soup. Soup. No, just in general. Yeah. Like I said, just in general from from this game, there was one about this game. <laughs> Um, and it says like he's wearing a, a, a plethora of suits in this game. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, I mean, that's I, what it's gonna boil down to. You're gonna be able to switch costumes. I mean, Arkham was the same way, like you know, the Batman Arkham games. Which that, that's what everybody is like, kind of comparing this game to. You, that's right. what do you think they're gonna sell you? They're gonna sell you different looks, or what do you think you're gonna work towards in this game? Is okay, I beat <laughs> the game. What am I gonna do now? Go play it some more, so I can be the Iron Spider, so I can be blacks you know black and white venom spider-man right. like that's what everybody's gonna be chasing you're gonna be chasing those costumes that's how those games work yeah um i mean it, it and um, that that's 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 the evolution of any superhero like x-men did that yeah they're still doing it yeah they're still changing like they're but for whatever reason uh i don't know like spider-man people are hung up more on spider-man's costume maybe just because it's such an iconic costume i'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what's an even more dumber debate or stupider debate i don't even know if those are words but the dumb, <laughs> one of the dumbest debates ever are fanboys of dragon ball arguing over power levels like he, right. his power level you know you always hear like over nine thousand. you always yeah, hear the yeah. vegeta quote like people literally get on forums and debate power levels of characters and arguing to the point where they're getting banned from forums or reddit and it's like who cares really? just watch the freaking show like <laughs> you know, Vegeta is at this point in the series is this, and there's no way that Goku could have beat him, and that's not right, and oh, it's terrible. That's why I hate that the Dragon Ball movie because oh, it's, not, it's like, come on, man. Come and, on. It's same thing with the suit. Like it's Spider Man. Is he flipping around? Is he shooting webs? Is he making funny jokes? Yes, it's Spider Man. I'm, good. I'm yeah. good to go. Yeah. Don't I care, know. dude. I remember watching the the first episode of uh, Dragon Ball Z, like with you, or you gave me the DVD or something like that, and I I remember. Not hanging on like the power levels or anything like that, but I remember there it is, yeah. But I re I remember. Oh, that's the book. I'm reading. I told you, man, that's um, my summer reading. I'm reading through yeah, the book. Yeah, yeah. My book. Uh, um, this is uh, what volume uh, seven, eight, and nine, all in this one. Yeah. So I'm reading. But I remember like that first battle with uh, who who was it's the guy? Goku and Piccolo against uh, um oh, what the hell is his name? Raditz. Raditz. Is it Raditz? Yeah. Okay. And I remember them like you know. Uh, he, he's looking at him through that like thing he's got Scout through his eye. And he, yeah, and I think I, I could be wrong. It's been so long since I've seen it. Like the first time he looks at his power, it's only like a hundred or something. It's real low. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and th and then like when he's <gasps> fighting him, and it gets to be a thousand, I'm like, oh my god, that is huge. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that's the, but see, that's the thing. That was where it started. The series started that, and so that's all Dragon Ball is. It's this power fantasy of who's stronger than who, and they just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. <laughs> Which actually, by the way, San Diego Comic Con. I forgot to mention it. New Dragon Ball movie coming out. It's coming out in December in Japan. Coming out uh, January here in the states. Uh, Broly is what it's called, which Broly is a villain. I think he was in like three other movies uh, back in the day or back in the 90s. Right. But they're bringing him to kind of the Dragon Ball Super era now. And uh, trailer is looking pretty good. I'm going to be going. We'll be there in January. I love going to see. I've this only is, seen. This is cartoon or live action? Oh, cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cartoon. Okay. Yeah, this is totally. This is Dragon Ball Super. Like this Dragon Ball Super itself ended or at least is on hiatus, let's say. And okay. this is continuing now kind of that. It's post gotcha. where Super ended. 
Um, and I only went and saw Battle of Gods came out, I think, three or four years ago in theaters. We went and saw that. It was only in theaters for like three days. And it was pretty cool, man. Being in it, it was a packed theater surrounded by Dragon Ball fans. And there had been nothing Dragon Ball for what, like 10 years or whatever at that point. No new animation. And just the theater like erupting when like Goku pops on screen and then there's Yamcha and then there's Piccolo and when right. they go Super Saiyan. I mean, it was really, really <laughs> cool to be there. And I'm, I'm now we've had, there was um, the Frieza movie that came out. Um, what was it? Revenge of Z or, or F, whatever it was. Uh, that came out like two years after Battle of Gods. And then obviously Dragon Ball Super has been out. That now wrapped up. So this is the first movie in a while. It'll be like the first movie in about four or five years. But there's been a lot of Dragon Ball. So I... I'm expecting the theater to still be a fun experience, but I doubt it'll be anything like that. I mean, dude, the Battle no. of Gods theater was bananas. Like, it really? was, people were losing really? their minds. <laughs> oh my God. Me, my brother-in-law, and my son went, and it was so much fun. It was like, oh, my God, Dragon Ball. <laughs> That's good that people are still, like, plugging along with Dragon Ball. Dude, it's because it, awesome. I mean, it is, like, the first big anime to hit it here in the States, like the anime series. And Funimation, the company who now has countless series out there, they're like the the front runner in all of the um, mm. dubs and, and that that come over to the states. That was their first series. They, I mean, they were they were getting videotapes videotapes from Japan, and they didn't even know what the stories were. So those early dubs or those early subs are just a mess. That's why they've gone mm. back and like redone them because they were like, we oh. didn't even know what the hell was happening. We didn't know what was coming down the line, but they were right. just doing these dubs. If you ever get a chance, I mean, go and read the story of. Um, them like localizing here in the states, Dragon Ball Z. It's crazy. That I used That's to love just like in, in my my night owl days when I was up till two and three in the morning, yeah. just like throwing on Cartoon Network and, yeah, and watching episodes. Yeah. It was always on. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I did, probably don't do that anymore. Right? No, no actually, they have some. Well, uh, Dragon Ball Kai wrapped up, which Kai was kind of like a reimagining or a, a um, I don't know what you want to call it. Like it basically went back to the old series. I think the the original series was like 270 some odd episodes, and mm-hmm. Kai is only like 190 something. They basically trimmed all the fat of the series and only. Like shrunk it down. <laughs> I know, right? Shrunk right. it down to just follow the manga a little bit more because there was a lot of like filler stuff in there. So that was Kai, and then Super is out, and Super now is being aired on Cartoon Network with the actual dub. So they're dubbing it over in English. It's already ended in Japan, um, and you can get the subtitle version just on like Funimation or Crunchyroll or one of those things. Um, okay. But Cartoon Network is actually airing, and they're about halfway through it right now. And I think um, it might be next month. They were doing it late at night on Saturdays, but I think it's going to a weeknight time, like a weeknight slot, like 7.30 or something like that. I mm-hmm. saw recently. Um, yeah. But Dragon Ball is great, man. I freaking love it. It's just, I don't know what it is. Something, <laughs> something just captured me. I, when I think back to it, I think I first discovered it in, there's those AMVs, like anime music videos. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh. maybe it was like, uh, who who did the, the body song? Let the bodies hit the floor. Drowning pool. Drowning pool. It was a drowning <laughs> pool video. And I was just like, That's right. what is this? And it was like Goku just fighting somebody. Yeah. I was like, this is incredible. I need to know more. And the first, it just happened. I saw it was on Cartoon Network on like a Saturday night, and it happened to be the very first episode was on, just by chance. And it was wow. when Raditz shows up, and you see Goku get blasted through the chest, um, and, which actually maybe the second episode, first or second episode, where he gets blasted through the chest when um, Piccolo shoots it because he, he's holding Raditz, saying like, shoot him, shoot him now. And Piccolo's like, I'll kill you. And he's like, just do it because he knows he has to save the planet. And he gets blasted through the chest, and I was just blown away. I was like, wow, yeah. like what is this? 
And I just it was actually probably the eighth episode because they, they probably, really know how to yes, draw out yes. a story. In <laughs> oh, they Ball. do. They definitely do. And that's where Kai fixed all that. They changed all that. Right. Uh, which, by the way, if you, I know you guys like listening to podcasts. If you are a Dragon Ball fan, the guys at Giant Bomb, um, uh, what's his name? Jeff Gersman and uh, Dan, um, I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. They're doing a podcast now called All Systems Goku. Both of them <laughs> hated all anime, all Dragon Ball. But when Dragon Ball Fighters came out, the fighting game that just recently came out, they just said, you know what? We're going to go for it. So every week they watch five episodes of Dragon Ball Kai. And then they talk about it. And that's so the pod, right. they're on like the 18th episode. They just did, they went to uh, the anime, big anime expo in LA, did a panel there because <laughs> Crunchyroll like flew them out. Cause I mean, they're total noobs when it comes to Dragon Ball. But it's cool going back. Like I listen to it every week cause it's like, I, even though I'm not watching it along with them, like knowing the stories and just hearing them just do their stupid conversations about Dragon Ball, it's great. So, so they're talking about it because they don't like it. So no, they're well, forcing well, themselves. Well, dude, they're super fans now. They love it. Like they think it's great, really? but they're, okay. they're breaking it down to like you know they're always making fun of Vegeta because like just he the, the way they dubbed him, it's just terrible. Like he yeah. he always sounds like you know oh Goku, I gotta be better than you, Goku. Like just <laughs> and it's just it's funny. Like it's it's great, but they are. I mean, they're actually enjoying sounds like it. the the, uh, the principal of uh, enforced Gump when he's like banging <laughs> <Yeah>. Force's mom. He's <laughs> 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 on vacation. <laughs> uh, let's see what else uh, uh, i think did you it. you didn't you didn't talk did you talk about turtles i didn't i didn't because yeah. uh that that's actually airing tomorrow we'll talk about uh the next week more of it but uh the rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles is airing tomorrow on cartoon or on nickelodeon <laughs> actually uh as we're recording this so friday night i think it's on at 10 30 maybe or 9 30 yeah. it's after the kids choice sports awards which is uh, gonna be an amazing event i'm sure uh, but it's airing after that and all they're doing is they're showing the one episode premiere and then in the fall is when um the rest of the series is actually going to come out um but to me man you guys know i'm a big ninja turtles fan they're changing a lot of this up um number one the animation style looks nothing like it's ever been it's almost like a teen titans go like it's very anime inspired but kind of dumbed down kitty wise uh the nickelodeon series that they had out over the last four or five years i mean it's ended now is honestly like one of the best adaptations of the series it's funny it, it has its moments where it's serious it was very very entertaining this one i'm a little bit worried about um not only are they changing the art style they're changing the tone of it the turtles look nothing like what you think which you know for me to say this sounds crazy but i think i like the michael bay ninja turtles better than i like these turtles the way they look um, but Raphael is the leader, dude. That's oh, the wow, biggest really? thing that is just crazy. Leonardo <clears throat> is not like I'm looking at the webpage. Uh, Leonardo, he is the self-proclaimed coolest brother. He's known to be called the trickster, and he thinks that his one-liners will fire up the team. Where Raphael so, is huge. Raphael is the oldest, physically and biggest, stronger brother. In this uh, incarnation, he wears an over-the-head ba- bandana that's always red. And he often thinks before he acts, which often gets the turtles in trouble. So it's not like there's any mention of Leonardo being the leader. This is just a completely new, completely new story. Completely and... new, man. Wow. And uh, he doesn't even like Raphael. Doesn't even have ninja size. He uses tanfa. It's almost like a nightstick, like a like um, a uh, police baton. Basically, it has like the thing coming on the side. Like it's just weird. Donatello, it's he's a, the soft shell tree. He he's a genius. A so Donatello, he yeah. So Donatello, he's still the genius. Uh, he has a sidekick drone named Sheldon that comes along with him, and he wheels, oh, he wheels the bow. What? Michelangelo, he's a yeah. box turtle who's the youngest jokester and prankster. Uh, okay. He's also called the wild card, 
and he wields it's like a chain that he has it's not just like a nunchuck um but the interesting thing they're doing is so far from what we've seen um there really is no shredder in this oh wow the foot clan is being led by baron draxum who is voiced by none other than John Cena. Oh my God! Really? Crazy, right? I mean, wow, they're yeah, going so mainstream it, with this. It is wow. just a weird, weird series, man. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I, it's like a train wreck. I have to see, but who knows? I mean, it may be, <laughs> it may be entertaining, but I'm just, I don't know, man. We'll hmm. see. Well, I'll tell you this. I, in terms of the, uh, the comic, the ID, IDW comic, mm-hmm. I kind of might want to start that up like i i read some stuff on that and I've been telling and you dude for what I'm, four years to read the Turtles yeah book? it's great yeah because they're hitting issue 80 i think uh, uh maybe higher than that almost right now really i don't know maybe i it's, i, it's I low watched 80s i think yeah maybe you're right yeah yeah so um and i watched some some video and this guy kind of like just rehashing everything that's happened until now yeah and he broke down like five different like compartments of it and and he and it really like kind of like man maybe i should give the turtles it's a, more it's a totally different I, I say totally it is a different take like their origin and all that um yeah and it, dude it goes places man like uh i'm sure many out there spoiler alert for ninja turtles idw series which now by the way is the it's officially the longest running turtle series like it is yeah, the longest right. one that's, that's what this um, guy was saying this was a series that killed donatello where Rocksteady and Bebop literally take a sledgehammer to the back of his shell and crack his shell open, and it's, he's just lying in a pool of blood, dead. Of course, wow. they bring him back. They're able to get his conscience out of him. But it's it's the thing that a lot of people, I don't think, realize about the Ninja Turtles, if you just watch the animated series when we were kids, and I guess you could get it with Dimension X and that, but it really is a sci-fi series. Like It goes places where there's robots and, and obviously the Krang and all of that. Um, so they're able to take his consciousness, put it into, um, a robot. And of course, then eventually they're able to give him a new body. So he does come back. Um, but episode 50, Gary put in the chat, that is where the series, it was like, I think the Donatello was maybe issue 44 or 42 It was in the the forties, but 50 is where there's basically revenge taken and shredder is decapitated by splinter. And it is just an epic moment, dude. Like the way they present it, he's on his knees in front of splinter, like accepting his fate. It isn't even like they're fighting and shredders or really got to do it. And you just see it. He just slates it down. Head goes flying and splinter becomes head of the foot at that point, (laughs) which is just crazy, right? Like what splinter is head of the foot. And so there's all this back and forth as the series goes on to the turtles. Like, you're not you're our father you're our leader but you're ahead of the foot now how does that play out and it's it's just an awesome series i definitely recommend people read it um yeah it's it's awesome and they're even yeah, doing uh they're doing the um what splinter and he- or uh, shredder and hell shredder and hell like yeah. afterlife which could show you that it is kind of a you know sci-fi mysticism type series it's not just like oh here are these mutants and they go into this goo and then everybody fights and eats pizza that's right. not this series is not that at all it's the complete right. opposite which is co- a complete contrast to what uh you know this show is going to do rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles which you think even when we were kids um, i mean our turtles were the show right we watched the show on yeah. tv but people that read the uh, mirage comics we're like, that's not the Ninja Turtles, because those original books that Eastman and Laird wrote are the complete opposite of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because kind of through my rediscovery of the turtles here over the last four or five years, I went back and read, I got those out of the library and read all those early books. And those books were dark. You know, there was nudity and, and stuff like that. And that was kind of wow. weird. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But wow. yeah, turtles are great. I think, I, I think not that I don't take your word for things cause you know, I do, but there was something about like the way that this guy was presenting it that I'm like, man, I probably should dive right into that. Yeah. So As the, I would tell you, start from the beginning. Man. Oh, I definitely will. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I will. They're all in comiXology. They're always on sale. Mm-hmm. And I can probably give you my password. Okay. <laughs> Nobody heard that. <laughs> uh, all right anything else man are we, we i think we should maybe wrap this one up and uh come back for some some comic no. anything else yeah no i neither one of us has seen ant-man and the wasp yeah no, dude we were um, we honestly almost went two nights ago and the yeah. kids just ended up saying no you know i went and saw the incredibles too which is which is an interesting thing oh, to yeah. see because it's you know it's disney's take on superheroes um, mm-hmm. it's great i mean it's, it's fun it's funny uh jack jack the baby the little, the little baby jack is definitely the highlight of the whole movie i was gonna say it seems like you know how, how the first one ended yeah they're marketing they're it. marketing him big time with this one yeah. and uh it's mr incredible basically having to be the stay-at-home dad through half the movie and it's it's just it's funny it's 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 great right. um another thing too i was reading today and and i I looked it up because I forgot when this was coming out, but I think it's August 8th or August 10th, somewhere around there, is when the new Fantastic Four is launching. Yeah, dude. And I've been kind of like, I was reading up today, they're doing midnight launches at shops that want to do it. So I think they're going to call my local shop. Yeah, they say they haven't done this in a long time. They're going to do, the book's going to come out. They're going to send all kinds of giveaways to any of the stores that want to do it. And then that following weekend, uh, it said for fans to be on the lookout on TV, they're going to do some sort of TV spot. Really? I don't know if it's, if it's just a television ad or if there's going to be something, but they're really going all in on the Fantastic Four coming back, yeah, which I think that. is awesome. Which is awesome, yeah. yeah. I'm looking to see if I can cool. see so it. Like and and I think I'm more interested to see kind of how that plays out. You know, Putting all their eggs in one basket with the Fantastic Four here is that going to make a dent and bring people to comics, I guess? I don't know. Well, there's, there's been a lot of uh, uh, articles going around with, you know, year to date and stuff like that with comic book sales. And if they're, they're just, they can't, they can't get over, they can't rise to the occasion. Like they're not benefiting from these massive movies. Yeah. And it's kind of, I don't, don't know why. Like it, here, well, here's a question. Do you think now the convenience of digital comics is great? Mm-hmm. Do you think that we're, we're seeing now the iTunes to music effect that we're now seeing comics to digital? Like digital? Because well, let's, let's face it, there's to ways account. to go out there and read these books without going to the store and buying them or yeah. even logging in and paying money to read them. I mean, people basically it's a digital file. People are able to go out there and read them. Right. Is that and hurting the comic book industry? I don't. Dude, I mean, honestly, I, I don't four think... bucks for a comic that you read—you know—for a collector, people like to collect them. But in the same sense, it's like some people probably look at it and say, "Why am I going to spend four dollars for me to truly read this story? I need to spend thirty dollars because I'm going to have to buy the next seven issues." And it's like, well, at this point, mm. well, well, and to answer Gary's, Gary said he wants to see numbers for digital. Like those numbers include the digital. The di- digital is, has, has gone up. Yeah. Um, but paper copies are going down, and they're 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 in total everything is down total mm-hmm. uh, for the total number. 
Um, do you think? Do you think they would I be don't... better served to do a subscription service where it's like rather than, and and again, I know the purists are going to want that paper book, but just to bring yeah. people to comics and then maybe have some of what of a steady flow. Do Marvel Unlimited add it day and date? Yeah. Or, Marvel, or a week later, you get the books, what digitally, whatever's out there. So people just are, they're at least getting money from some people. They're, they're, people are buying into it. They're current with the stories. And then, I don't know. Well, for Marvel, you know, they have the code in the physical copy if you want the digital True. copy as well. Right. You know what I mean? So they have that. Um, doing something like, like that of, of just nothing but digital, just they're digital. kind of, I think they just started something like Marvel Digital, um, and they did. They started like a Jessica Jones that you can only get on digital. Yeah. You know, there's no paper copy. So um, I think it's going in that direction. I, I don't think there's like this big groundswell of like Napster like um, <laughs> right. thing out there that it was to music like what it is to comic books. I just don't think the the audience is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were running to Napster because they didn't want to pay 17, 18 bucks for a CD where comics are three bucks, four bucks. I don't know. It, 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 I, it baffles me. It really baffles me that movies are, are insanely popular mm-hmm. and this, the, the sales go down. But does it like, go to what I've said before? When you watch those movies, you go to the books. It it's not what I, you're seeing. It's not what you're seeing. People watch Black Panther, and now they go read the Black Panther comic book, and he's in space. And, and like, Marvel has confused the hell out of them. Yeah. Like, they, they don't know where, you know, they, they, they've come out with how many different Captain America number ones or restarted <laughs> just in the last year. I know. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, like, dude, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm I'm behind on my books. I'm probably, like, honestly, I'm trying to think about it, probably like three, if not four months behind right. every book that I had been reading because two things. One, my summer reading in Dragon Ball, and I've, I've dove into some more anime. Like, I've, I've been I'm watching Voltron now. Before that, I caught up on Attack on Titan. That new season's coming out. I'm watching Dragon Ball Super. So it's like those 20, 30 minutes I would have for books – I'm now watching an anime on my phone. Even sometimes, even like, especially the Japanese ones, I'm watching with the subtitles on because, and it's almost like I'm reading a comic book because I'm watching it, I'm reading it, but it's not me reading a book. And so I'm like behind right now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And, yeah. and part of it is maybe just, there wasn't anything like Captain America. We were in on it, but then where that storyline was going, I was kind of like diving off. Like you mentioned Vader, man. I was like, ah, oh, I'm totally behind on Vader. Yeah. I got to go back and catch up on that. I got to catch up on turtles. Now I'm, I've, I've been right. probably six months on turtles, man. I haven't read that in a few months. Right. And and like right now, the, um, they've restarted, um, Avengers. And I think there are five issues. In we, we talked about that first that. issue. Yeah. That I'm behind as well yeah. too. I got to love and that. First it's issue. really good. I'm yeah. loving it. But in the back of my head, I'm like, is this going to stop and then restart again? You know what I mean? Like Marvel has, has really hurt a lot of people in not knowing they're telling you one thing on where they're going with these books. And then for whatever reason, it just stops and something else happens. Yep. And you know, they say they're done with that, with this whole fresh start thing, which, um, is what it is, but we'll see. Like they, they, they just, they just need to to follow through on these these promises of no crossovers and we're not going to restart series and, just, just, I mean, we've said it so many, we've talked about this a number of times before, but you're right. I, there, there's, there's a lot more that goes into just like movies are successful. Therefore comics are, succe- are yeah, successful. That's not, no. There's a lot well, more than that. Well, and part of it is like, I, you know what? The, the other thing to think about is just the, the access to the comic books. Yeah. Outside of a comic book shop, 
where do you really see them? I know we have uh, Books a Million is a store we have around here. I, I don't remember. I never saw one in New York when we lived up there. But down here, it's at one of our local malls. They actually have a decent amount of books. And, and when the books, they'll, they'll have one shelf that has new releases. And then they put them all in um, uh, plastic. Uh, but it's like sealed plastic. It's not just a regular, you know, cardboard and, and yeah. plastic. Um, but they'll have some new books, uh, hand-picked ones, and then they'll take those and put them on another shelf after that week. And so you can go to this one shelf, and there's all this, this back catalog of all these books that they didn't sell. But then, mm-hmm. like, when you go to the grocery store, there's no comics. Like, I remember, like, behind me on the wall, I don't think it's on this other wall, is the Archie comic Ninja Turtle series. Those used mm-hmm. to be at the cash register. Or I could go to the magazine aisle, and they were in the in the uh, grocery store. So when I would go to the grocery store with my mom, my mom would keep going shopping and I would go over to that section. And then I, we luckily in, in where we live, Chris, we had a comic book shop very close. Yeah. So we would right. go there as well, but you could find books in other places. Now, where do you find them? It's limited. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, even Barnes and I... Nobles doesn't even have them, which no, I mean, Barnes and Nobles yeah. are kind of few and far between, but like Walmart, right. I know we'll have some, but when they do, it's like, here's this collection of three or four books that are outdated a year that they just never sold. So they bundled them up into one thing. It's nothing current. They need to get the books in places where people are going to see them. Get, get rid of the star <laughs> and inquirer in your, in your checkout lines and start putting <laughs> Spider-Man and Batman in there. That's that would what be you awesome. need to do. That would right? be awesome. Cause then people and, are going to see them and buy them. Right. And the conversation we had, I don't know, it was probably about a month ago now about GameStop getting into the fold. Like, yeah. and I, I was so polarized on that because in one aspect, like I'm happy that you have another avenue where people can get them. But on the other end, like I, I'm a purist for a comic book, like the, right. the mom and the pop shop. So it's so like polarizing and the, but the but, bottom line for me is like get it in the hands of people. Yeah. I think you're always going to have that comic book shop regardless, but you, you have should. to, for the mass market, the people, the majority of people going to see the Marvel or not, not even Marvel, just the superhero movies aren't going to the comic book shop. So you need to find yeah. a way for those people to do it. I mean, hell, put them in AMC. Put them in the movie theaters. Why are they not selling Ant-Man comic books oh, right exactly. now in the movie theaters? You know how many kids right. would walk out of that movie and say, yeah. I need that. Like, right now, Dad, buy me that. Like, I remember yeah. when I was a kid going to see, like, the Batman movies with, you know, Michael Keaton, the first one, walking out of there with my dad and saying, like, Dad, can we go to the to either the comic book shop or can we go to KB Toys because they mm-hmm. have, I need that Batman action figure. And then right next to it would be the comic book. And you can buy the comic book. That's what they need to do, something like that. Kids walk out of these movies and they want a piece of that movie. And if they were selling the books, people buy it. I mean, maybe yeah. that's maybe we need to go to our local mall and set up like a little kiosk in the middle of the mall. And as these superhero movies come out, just sell the books oh my God. for those movies. You'd make tons. You, you would. You'd make tons. Aquaman's would, yeah. coming out in December. I'm going to have a, an Aquaman kiosk <laughs> right in front of the movie theater. And right. I'm selling Aquaman. Right. Let's go. Right. And and we're, we're talking, you know, a lot of the shows about like uh, the Comic-Con that's going on right now. And it's kind of like a, a, a bait and switch of, of calling it Comic-Con it's anymore. Not, it's yeah, like it's, not, it's, anymore, it's, it's not New York Comic-Con. When I went to that one in New York City, like comic books all over the place. From what I understand, San Diego Comic-Con is not that is it's it's no. it's more about like what's they talked about comic books and stuff like that. I bought a ton of comic books at New York Comic Con last year, a ton, because um, they were all there. Um, like you know, Midtown Comics was there, yes, like, yep. but they were they were everything was there. Um, and I remember reading an article last year that the oldest running comic book shop that's been going to San Diego Comic Con for the long, longest time last year was the last year. They're like, we're done, we're wow. we're, we're losing money. Going to this thing. 
Wow. Because people aren't going there for that. They're going for other things that are really exciting. They're going for new movie trailers and the new tele yeah, trailers. Man. I mean, they're going yeah. to watch the Voltron trailer. Like that's you know, yeah. like it's it's things like that. The this more media side that's nothing to do with comic books anymore. It's more like mm-hmm. a just a nerd conve- convention, right? Right. Geek yeah. nerd, whatever it is, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it's super awesome. Everything you see coming out of it, everybody's excited about. But it's yeah, it's a lost yeah. that comic but book. But like and then I see like the, like a <clears throat> tiny shred of like awesomeness and when I went to um, last time I was down in the city, well, well, last time I was in the city was last week, but before that, um, it was, was it after, oh no, it was for the Big Apple Comic Con. And I'm trying to remember if that was, I think that was after Infinity War came out, like right after Infinity War came out. And I went to Midtown Comics and they had a sign and, and Thanos, uh, 18 had like just came out and they had a sign. It was like one per customer. That's awesome. And I'm like, that's cool. That means it's in demand and, and they're limiting people and people want it. So, but that is such a, a, a minor, like, like positive thing. I know. <laughs> a ton of negative things like for physical comic books. But yep. I hung on to that and I'm like, no, that that's good for like my people that this is being sought after. Yeah. So he had a, a impact, but across the board, it's yeah. Not. I mean, Midtown. I know Midtown a lot of times gets their own variants too. So I wonder if yeah, that was was it like a Midtown variant no, specific? It wasn't. Oh, it really? was. It was. Okay. The, yeah, it was the regular regular wow. issue. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Of course, we'll be talking more next week about San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of news coming out of it that will not be comic book related, but I'm sure there will be some more comic book stuff as well that we'll be talking about. Uh, maybe some pop figure news, man. There's all kinds of pop figure news coming out. Ooh, of I say, you, did you pre-order any of those? <laughs> no, but they, they're sweet though. Those Marvel gold ones, right? Those are nice, man. Those are like the, that I saw a Stan Lee one like that at the big Apple comic con. Nice. And I think it was like 500. I want to get actually the destiny fan. I mean, they made the, uh, the sweeper bot. He's a little guy in the tower, like with the broom and he's sweeping. They made him, they just <laughs> released it today. It's my Twitter feed has been just all these people with it. And I didn't get a chance to get out to get it. I may go tomorrow to see if I can find it somewhere. But right. um, yeah, they made it just exclusive just for this time of year with the convention going on. Uh, but everybody, of course, you know, thank you as always here for tuning in to the show. Uh, don't forget to check out the comicpanel.com. You can find our comic book news and review site. Chris, like we said, is going to be posting some updates about San Diego Comic-Con every day in audio format if you want to tune into that. Uh, don't forget Gary, our good buddy, is doing his bucket list over on the comic panel. So you can check that out. Follow us on Twitter at The Enthuse Life and on Instagram at The Enthuse Life. We do the show live every... Well, I don't want to say every Wednesday or Thursday night, but it's one of those nights, Wednesday or Thursday, generally around 9.30 p.m. Eastern at uh, twitch.tv slash Guardian Radio. We've we've moved the show over to Guardian Radio, so if you guys want to tune in live, you can watch it live over there, see our ugly mugs up on the screen, talking about news with comic games and all that good stuff. So, Chris, anything else in here, man, you want to throw out at the end? Uh, Nope. I'll try to get to Ant-Man and the Wasp for this week. Maybe we can talk about that next week as well, but uh, I can't guarantee. I don't know what the schedule is like. I will be watching Ninja Turtles tomorrow night and a hell of a lot more Voltron. That's all I'm saying. All right. And (laughs) and I I probably, yeah, I'll finish up the show that I'm watching and I'll be able to start that. Watch Voltron, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, I will. I think that's my next one. It's it's really, really good. It's just a great, fun sci-fi show. How long, how many episodes until I like get hooked? I think you'll get hooked after the first episode. I was hooked after really? the first episode. Dude, I we went we went to the Carowinds, which is our big amusement park. And mm-hmm. I watched like I think the first episode, which is the hour, and then I watched like maybe two or three of the small ones. And then we knew we were going that day. It was kind of a chilly day. We we're just going specifically to the water park. 
And I was like, you know what? I don't really want to go in the water. So me and my wife were like, well, we're just going to sit around. You guys do that. I was in Carowinds watching like four or five episodes of Ultron on my <laughs> iPad as my wife is reading her book. And I was just like, <laughs> could not stop watching. I love it, man. It's great. It's my new favorite animated show, no doubt. Right. So, I'm looking at it uh, right now. Yep. But uh, all right, everybody, thank you as always for tuning into the show, yeah. however you're tuning in, whether it is through Twitch, through Podbean, through iTunes, or your podcast service of choice. Thank you guys so much. And with that, catch you next week. Jason, we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.